0: You know, sometimes I really wish with these podcasts that I'd be able to show you the photos because it's so important to the story, but unfortunately I cannot and I can't be bothered to make a fucking YouTube video. So here we are. We're going to talk about a date that had gone on about two weeks, one week ago now. Um, and he seemed like a decent enough guy, you know, we met on Bumble, and You know when like you are online dating apps and it's just like painfully boring each and every other person and then you get to find one out of like maybe a hundred that you actually have a decent conversation with and he seemed like one of those guys right and I didn't love his profile like he wasn't the most attractive guy neither am I as a person but like he's definitely not my type. And I was like, you know what, like, let's try something different. Let's try something new. So I swiped right on this guy. We mashed, and he mess- I messaged him because it's Bumble. And, you know, we hit off right away. So I'm like, you know what, it's not that bad. So I'm talking to this guy, and we mashed on Monday, and he works up the courage to ask-, to ask me out. So we go on this date, right? So our date was supposed to be going to this pho restaurant. Um, that's Vietnamese, Vietnamese noodles for those that don't know. And then we're going to go to an escape room after. So I'm like super hyped up for this date because we were just talking so well. And like there were a few like condescending things, but I was just going to leave it at that. I, th- I thought he'd be better in person, you know. So I show up at the restaurant and this guy, I'm like, hey, I'm at the restaurant. I don't see him yet. And he said, like, OK, I, I'm, I'm here. I'm just like I missed my turn. So I'm going to be about five minutes late. I'm like, OK, cool. Totally fine. So he pulls up to a restaurant, he comes inside, and takes a seat in front of me, and I realize I just got fucking catfished. This, you see why now that, like, the video aspect would be impor- important so you can see what he looks like? So I realize I just got fucking catfished. Because he looks nothing like his photos, Um, for one. Like, his haircut's just, just all super fucked up. I guess that's what COVID does to you. COVID haircuts, you know, um, and he was, like, really, really, really skinny, like, I'm a powerlifter, so he looked, like, maybe 110 pounds, and he was, like, 5 foot ten, five foot 9, something like that, so he's, like, not super tall, but, like, decently tall, but he's so, so skinny, I was, like, wow, I just, I'm just gonna have to sit through this date, and I didn't want to be rude, I didn't want to leave, you know, so there I am, sitting in the date, and making conversation, and he used to work in sales. So you'd think that someone that works in sales would be able to hold a conversation. But clearly not, because I'm carrying this conversation the whole way through. Like, my legs are fucking tired. I'm fucking- that is why I squat. I didn't fucking carry the fucking conversation the whole fucking time. And... And the whole time, he's just, like, being a fucking douche. He was so self-righteous, and he was, like, shitting on Canada, and how much he hates everything about Canada, how we don't have successful businesses, and, like, how we don't have any benefits, and everything sucks, and, like, if you want to live a successful life, you gotta head down to the States. And I was like, okay, cool, man, like, whatever you want to do. And he was talking about starting his own business and how he has, like, three successful businesses. And I was like, okay, like, tell me about your businesses. And he's like, oh, well, I have three Amazon stores and a Shopify store. Um, but, like, no one really goes to them. So I'm like, oh, that's not really successful then. He's like, yeah, but, like, I'm just trying out the business idea. And I was like, okay, like, did you go to school for business? And he's like, no, I was a chem major. I think business degrees are the most useless waste of money ever. And I was like, wow, this guy just sounds like a fucking ass fuck. And I'm like, okay. Well, whoever makes you happy, but, like, let's talk about some business ideas. And he's like, I don't want to tell you because I'm afraid you're going to steal it. Like, I'm going to fucking take his idea and I'm going to be like, this is fucking amazing. And I'm going to, like, find a software developer and I'm going to just fucking steal his fucking idea. Like, just this type of, ugh, is just driving me crazy. And another thing for my dates is that I always pay for myself. Like, I don't, I Don't want to be owing anyone anything. I just like to pay for myself on dates. But I would appreciate if you had offered to pay for me. You know, just like a gentlemanly thing. And I asked for the bill. Because he was too afraid to ask for a bill. So I asked for the bill. And um, I had to go pay. And then it was, the lady told me it was 24-whatever, so it was, like, both of ours combined, and he sees me pulling out my credit card, and he did not pull out his credit card, meaning he was expecting me to pay, and I'm like, what the fuck, and I told her, I'm like, no, we're just gonna split that, so I pay for myself, and he pays for himself, like, the fact that he didn't pull out his credit card to just pay for himself was just like, what the fuck? Anyways, but... At this point, I'm, like, pretty much done with the date, but I also booked the escape room, and if you cancel before actually going, they charge you a cancellation fee, like, pre-24 hours or whatever, and I didn't want to be charged a fucking cancellation fee for no reason. So, there we are going to the escape room. So, we pull up to the escape room, and, you know, again, he doesn't offer to pay for me. That's fine. Doesn't even offer. But that's fine. And we have the guy that's just, like, explaining to us how escape rooms work. And you have to lock all your shit into a locker so you don't, like, Google hints or whatever. So I go ahead and put my phone and my jacket into a locker. And I'm about to lock it. And then he tries to put his shit into my locker. And he's like, oh, I thought we were sharing lockers. And mind you, there's, like, no one else in this fucking place. There's just, like, six lockers open. For some reason, he wanted to share my locker. And they're not big lockers either. So I'm like, well, shit, okay, if you want to share a locker, put your fucking shit in there. So he puts his shit in there. And we're sharing a locker now. And I have the key. So I'm like, again, I don't like having to wear the pants Anyways, so we go back outside and the guides explain the rules of the escape room to us. And one of the things in an escape room, if you've never been to one, is that you get a walkie-talkie. And with this walkie-talkie they give you hints and like they'll tell you if you're doing something wrong or like don't touch it. And he the guide was like, Who wants to hold a walkie talkie? I'm just fucking praying to myself, I'm like, fucking please just take the walkie talkie. Not that I didn't want to take the walkie talkie, I just want him to take some type of initiative in his life, right? so the guy's like who wants to take the walkie-talkie i wait for one second i wait for a second second and he doesn't fucking do anything so i'm like well shit guess i'm taking the fucking walkie-talkie now so i take the walkie-talkie and i have the keys so clearly i'm in control of everything and we get into the escape room so the theme of this escape room is egyptian pyramid you're stuck inside and trying to find your way out so inside this pier um this escape room is pitch black we have no light source other than these little lamps that they gave us so we're in there and he closes the guy closes his door and my date goes nicole i'm scared it's dark in here i'm looking at this motherfucker like what the fuck no so I'm like, okay, yeah, you, you do you over there, I'm going to do me over here. So we're like going through the escape room. His one redeeming factor was that he was surprisingly good at figuring out these puzzles. I'm like, I'm into that. So we go through one room, figure it out. We go through a second room, we figure it out. And in the third room, mind you, the theme is still um, Egyptian pyramid, right? And there is this tomb with a mummy like a mummy tomb, inside the third room. And he looks at it and he says, Nicole, I don't want to open that. It looks like I'm scared and it looks like somebody's going to come and jump out at me. So you go open that. I'm looking at this motherfucker like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Okay, yeah, I guess. So I open this fucking tomb. And guess what? Nothing fucking jumps out at me. Ooh, who would have fucking thought, right? So we figure out the rest of the puzzle. And when we, like, we leave the escape room with time to spare. Because he's actually really good at escape rooms. And the, the guy was like, oh, how was the game? How did you enjoy this and that? And then this guy's just like, fucking grilling the guide on, like, how shitty the game was. The escape room was. And I was like, wow, you don't have to be a dick about anything, but okay. Oh, and one other thing. He was driving a rental Kia because he um, was car shopping. And he was, like, looking for a jaguar or whatever. And he specifically told me that he doesn't care about money and he's not attached to money. But funny enough, he's fucking unemployed. And guess whose money he's using? Mom and dads. He hasn't been unemployed for two years and he's telling me he doesn't care about money because he's already a rich boy. So it's just, this type of person is just, like, oh. Anyways, I'm sorry, that was totally off track. Anyways, first our escape room. We leave the escape room facility, and we head back to his car. And it's only 10 p.m. at this point. And he thinks the date's going well, so we get into in his car. And he's like, so, what do you want to do now? And I'm looking at this motherfucker like, uh, excuse me? So i'm like actually i have to be up at 6 a.m so can you just take me home and then he was like why do you have to be up at 6 a.m like i go to the gym at 6 in the morning so just take me home so he takes me home and that's that he texts me the next day and he's like hey good morning like i had a fun time with you all that fun stuff I text him back like I leave him on read for like three hours because I was in the meeting and mainly because I just didn't want to fucking reply to him anyway so three hours later I text him back I was like hey sorry I was in the meeting um this isn't gonna work out good luck looking for whatever you're looking for and that was the story of how my date was being a beta little bitch boy and I had to wear the pants and I was really not into it and he thought it went really really well I hope you enjoyed that story or at least the misery of what my date was and I hope all your future dates, all the dates that you'll ever have to go on, isn't as weird as that one.